Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And my name's Kay. And we're back with a brand new episode. Yes, after a Valenvent enforced absence. Valenvent is our festival of Valentines. Now, it's not all about <laughs> hearts and... You sounded a bit like a Hallmark film yeah, then. Well, that I should. should have, that I should have been the name of a film, shouldn't it? Hallmark film. The Festival of Valentines. Mm. It's not all about Valentines at all. It's about yarn and yep. all the lovely things which we enjoy doing. Making and something lovely for yourself yes, and this or year, a loved one. It was 14 days of constant content <laughs> which blitzed out our radio show. Yes. So that was why we weren't here two weeks ago, but we're now back with our regular run of shows. And today we're talking about organisation. As Dan laces up his shoes. Because Kay started the year disorganised. Yeah, I did not have a good start to the and year. And then became organised. Mm, mm. And that process of becoming organised, it, it was quite, whilst it felt like huge, a huge thing, mm. it just... I, yeah, I just wasn't doing the things that I should that that I normally do, and I just let things slip, which but, is what we'll talk about. But it, and it seemed like a huge thing to resolve it, didn't it? It was it was a huge thing, yeah, because it was just affecting me no, no, completely. To resolve it, it seemed like a oh, huge thing. Oh, it felt thing. like it was a massive thing to resolve it, and actually it wasn't. But we <laughs> we spoke about it, and within twenty four hours, it, it was, was resolved. It was sorted. So in yeah, this yeah, yeah. in this episode, we're going to talk about the process Kay went through to resolve it. You know, talk a little bit about how you mm. organise yourself, mm -hmm. and I'll talk a little bit about how I organise myself as well, because. Mm -hmm. With the power, I mean, it, it's such an easy thing to not do, but actually when you do it, my goodness, you feel better mm, in your head. Absolutely. You, you get more work done yeah, and it's just yeah, tremendous. Yeah, yeah. So today is all about getting organised. Getting organised. So we're going to get organised. And get, and get, out, get the out the door. And work. We're off. Listen to those birdies. Can you Super hear the birdies? Birds. Oh my goodness, it's a what's a I kept what's the term? A flock no flock. Ah, is it a flock? Oh I don't anyway, lots of birds over there. A herd. It's not a herd of birds. It's a hurl, herd of wildebeest. <laughs> That's random. I hope we don't see any wildebeest. No. It's actually the afternoon. We normally walk in the morning but the weather this morning was absolutely atrocious yeah i was kate brought me my cup of tea at 20 past six and i just he sort of opened the window and i looked out the window and i just i was like oh, i was I, like oh, i can't believe this i'm gonna have to go running day. in this it, it was it, raining and it's the wind really that, windy as well. It's that blustery wind and, yeah. and with that with that coldness too and you're like safely tucked up in bed and you're thinking in 30 minutes I'm going to be yeah, out there. Yeah. It's like, oh no. But then do you know what? The really funny thing is it's such a, you know, you look at the weather and it's raining quite hard Yeah. and you think, and I do put on my raincoat and the raincoat benefits you it, it, i'm not like some fool in a parka going for a run it is a running raincoat it's a running coat that running. my mum got me for my birthday yeah it's really thin isn't it and light yeah, yeah it is and it's it's super tight super tight it is really tight they're supposed to be because the one thing you don't want when you're running is you don't want whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. 
No, you don't want that. And you know, you don't want any excess material. Chafing, but you don't want any chafing. No, no, no chafing. Up. Chafing is bad. It's a really good one actually, and it's a salmon running raincoat. And anyway, you put it on, and for the first mile, it benefits you, and for the next two miles, it doesn't benefit you at all. Ah. And the reason why it doesn't benefit you at all is you're obviously running, so you're wet anyway. True. So it's always like it, it has to be raining enough and, and cold enough to warrant it. If it's like average rain, then it's just crazy because you're going to get wet anyway. And that's why it's always so difficult to know. Yeah. I always stick my arm out the window, don't I, and wave it around. You do. To see what I should be wearing today. But anyway, it's stopped raining now. Thank so goodness. we're heading to the post office for our walk today because I've got to post something to my mum. That's a grown man gone past us riding a child's bike. <laughs> I, was, I was like, <laughs> the silence was me. He was a completely to... grown man and he was on a small child's bike. I was trying to find yeah. the words <laughs> to describe what I was... Well, there are often no words for the things that we see around where we live. Uh, this is a good opportunity. To cross the road. Cross, yes. It still looks quite grey, actually. It is really grey, yeah. So, organisation. Yes. Oh, it's a funny old thing, because, like my brother, I won't say his name, because I don't want to publicly embarrass him, <laughs> but not the one who writes the music. No. So, I mean, he is not organised, and... So basically, whenever you talk to him, he's always, it's like firefighting. Yeah. I think that's what, that, that's how you end up if you don't have a certain amount of organisation in you your day. You can very rarely get to talk to him because he's that's just right. so busy all the time. He's always yeah. far too busy. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he texts me and he was like super keen to have a chat. Yeah. So I, I contacted him and, and said, oh, you know, I could talk on these days. And I gave him like five or six days and none of them were any good. No. And I started to feel like I was hassling him for a conversation. It was just like crazy. <laughs> so in the end, I just said, it's totally cool. We can leave it and I'll catch up with you another time. Yeah. And it is, it's organization, isn't it? Because if yeah, you're not organized, yeah. how do you oh, know? Splashed in a puddle. Sorry. If you're not organized, how do you know when you can talk? Yeah. Well, you don't? No, and you know, it's nice it's nice if you you know, somebody just randomly rings you up and if you can if you're able to talk then yeah. that's fine, isn't it? But yeah. we're all busy and we all lead busy lives. Well we are so and unfortunately he always phones me at the wrong time. Yeah. It'll be like ten o'clock at night. I know. And I like uh, my you're phone like, will have what? been off and I'll be I'll have been asleep for 45 minutes. Because people lead such different lives, don't they, That's as right. well? Yeah. The brother that I'm referring to is involved in theatre. Yeah. Theatre people do tend to sort of thrive at night times, Night owls, yeah. But I always think as well, it's really interesting that normally when you talk to someone, I mean, it's interesting because we're obviously knitters. And I would guess that quite a few people who are listening are knitters too. Yeah. And don't you always find it completely insulting when people like make a comment like, oh, knitting, oh, I wish I had time for that. Yeah, yeah, I hear that a lot. And what it comes down to is, it's not about the time at all. No. It, it, I would say 50% of the people aren't organised enough to know when they could do it. And the other 50% aren't organised enough to learn how to do it. Yeah, I, th I think there's a good element of that. But yeah. also, usually, these people will spend 
Or for example, you know, someone might spend their time in an evening on social media or watching the TV. Well, you could be knitting, couldn't you? You could. You could be knitting instead. And I think it's, you've got to, if, the, if you really want to do something, something else has to go. Yeah. And it's that willingness, isn't it, to sacrifice, not sacrifice, to change the way that you spend your time it's a whole different conversation but it, it is, is a whole of, other conversation well, no, right. what i was going to say was it's terrifying to think the amount of time that's wasted on like social oh yeah 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 it's just like <sighs> but I, I do find it quite sort of depressing and a bit insulting when people say yeah, that to me yeah, i do too oh i wish i had time to do that it's implying that it's implying that you've got all the time yeah, in you, the world you've got time on your hands yeah. well, clearly clearly your life's all messed up because you've got time to knit no because but what i don't and what we don't do is we we don't watch tv really no we manage you know, about 15 lots, minutes <laughs> yeah there are lots of things that i expect other people do than we we don't do because we spend time knitting instead you know yeah at the end of the day whatever you choose to do because for some people i mean for me thanks to my brother and your encouragement music's become yeah. a really huge part of my day again and it could well be that that is what you're really like because for me music is very light knitting yeah and you know you know, there's so many elements to music which are the same, exactly yeah. the same, the way patterns work and yeah, all sorts. Yeah, yeah. And you know, whatever it is that you choose oh. to do as we get waved across by an extremely pleasant lady. <laughs> I, I always feel slightly odd though. I don't know about you. Like, I'm always cautious when people yeah. wave me across the road because I How do don't I know they're waving at me? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather just wait and let the traffic go and then cross yeah. when there isn't any traffic. Well, it was very nice of her to do that. I'm very cautious. <laughs> all right isn't it going on about being organized but how do you get organized? how do you get organized yeah. so you weren't organized no not at the beginning of the year and how did you get organized well i'll tell you the thing that threw me well i think the thing that threw me right was oh, i should carry that bag it's not very heavy thank you i i always use a planner i've used a planner for years now and I'm still using the same planner, but this this year, right, this company chose to print this planner in colours which were mainly unpleasant, right? And I just kept umming and ahhing, and I, I got one and then I thought, right, I'll use that. And it just wasn't right. The colour of this planner was dark on the front and it was just giving me bad vibes. I know that all sounds silly. So I eventually settled on this colour that's like an orange, which is not my colour, but is bright and fun and it's better for my brain. So I use a, I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly. It's a German brand. Just say, you spent way too much time worrying about. Okay, you know the brand, I've said it wrong. And it's their weekly planner. And I've used that one for three years now. This is the third year. And it's absolutely brilliant for me. Works perfectly. But the other thing at the beginning of the year, I just, I just had quite a bad end of December, beginning of January for lots of reasons. Was, well, I think all it comes down to is 
it comes down to the same reasons that most people might have a challenging Christmas and New Year. Because lots of people talk about, don't they, the period of time between Christmas and yeah, New Year. Yeah, I loathe it. I absolutely loathe it. Lots of people also, as well, get stressed about being yeah. in large groups with people who they maybe don't see too often. And, yeah. you know, conversation can be quite stressful because yeah. it's like... So there's all sorts of... Yeah, all of those reasons Such a stressful for me. time and, of year. And Dan wasn't well as well. He'd picked up a really nasty cold virus from someone who visited at Christmas. And Brownie had a bit of a bug as well. And then I started with some weird symptoms. Yeah. And all this was going on. And I was incredibly, incredibly stressed and anxious. And the planning just went out of the window. Yeah. Brownie was off school as well over Christmas. I wasn't in my normal routine. And everything's weird at Christmas, isn't it? Especially that period from like Boxing Day through to just after New Year. Everything's weird, you know, you go in the shop and there's nothing on the shelves. And, you know, because they've not stocked up because it's Christmas and blah, blah, blah. And everything just feels different. <laughs> and that, that isn't good for my sort of anxious brain. My routines just went and I think meant as a, that... as a person, you're like, they talk about the butterfly effect, don't they? Yeah. And you're very much, I know the butterfly effect is going back in time, but you know, you're very much the type of person that if a butterfly <laughs> flutters, well, if something triggers me, you know, I, I, can, I can be absolutely fine for weeks and months on end. And then some random little thing will trigger my brain. And then that will set off like a chain reaction in my head. And it can take me weeks to get my, my head back sorted again. Because of like all of, all of that at Christmas, I just couldn't be bothered. I couldn't be bothered planning. And I was just sort of going through my days day by day and I had two I think there was two days at the beginning of January when we were back working and Bryony was back at school where there was nothing nothing in my planet and I was like what you know that's never happened before and that's not to say I had nothing to do I had loads to do I just had not taken the time to plan properly. So I was just drifting through my days and I felt like I was achieving nothing, even though I was doing stuff. Because I wasn't sort of ticking things off and adding to that, you know, done list, I just didn't feel like I was achieving anything. And oh, it was just rubbish. I would guess there'd be a proportion of people who would listen to that sort of approach in that statement and think, oh, well, I don't need to work in that way because maybe I'm retired, maybe I'm off on holiday at the moment yeah. or whatever, but actually I think I need an element of structure to my day, otherwise I don't feel like I've achieved anything that day. No, I, I, need, I need it regardless of... Because it could what, well be that on your whether list... Whether I'm on holiday or whether it's a weekend or whether it's whatever, you know? Because it could well be that on your list, quite regular as on your list, is go for a walk. It's always on there every day. Or make some yeah. bread. Yeah, or yeah. Or wh whatever it may be. And at the end of the day, you can look back along that list and you can think, oh, that's good. Yeah. And, you know, in my... I, I should say that my planning doesn't just involve work. It's, it's everything I've got to do. 
So there is always go for a walk, because I do that every day. And then there'll be more than likely some element of housework. So it might be wash the bedding, it might be clean the bathrooms, it might be dust, you know, whatever. And then if there's any baking that I was gonna do, that'll be in there. If I need to go to the post office, that'll be in there. Everything really. And then separate to that will be all of my work tasks. I think you, you highlight a really important point there because I would be willing to bet the majority of the people, you, you hear people say all the time, oh my goodness, I've been working so hard today and I don't feel like I've achieved yeah. anything. If they actually were logging in the way that you've just described, yeah. you wouldn't know think, that you'd achieved things. Yeah, I think we all achieve far more than we realise. But when you actually write all these things down, no matter how frivolous you think it is or how small a task you think it is, it might be something that only is going to take you 10 minutes. But I always find that that act of getting it done, ticking it off, moving on to the next thing, it's really satisfying and it, it keeps my brain straight in that I know that everything is right, you know, in the house, looking after the house and making sure I got all my work done. I think what it is and what you've just described so well is it's good for your mental health. Yeah, yeah, And definitely. I don't just mean yours, I mean no, anybody's. No, I think anybody. I think, I think anybody would benefit from being, you know, organised in the way that suits them. Not everybody does it in the same way. But the other thing is, I know a lot of people use their phones, right, to make notes. And this became apparent to me recently because I said to Bryony, who's some piece of schoolwork, and... Bryony's our daughter. Our daughter. And I said, oh, have you written that down, that you've got to do that? And she said, oh, I just put everything in my phone. And I was like, hmm. For me, there's something about pen and paper. And... Well, you see, the, the other thing as well is, if it's in your phone, it unless could you disappear. go look at it... Yeah, exactly. Unless you go look at it, you can't see it. No, that's right. You've got to go into that particular bit of your phone, haven't you? The structure I don't of know your... how it works, because I've yeah, never that, used that is, it. That is right. The structure of your day should be sat right there. Yeah, and that's, I, I keep my planner on my desk and I refer to it constantly through the day. Yeah. Probably four or five times I will check in it, see where I'm up to, yeah. what else have I got to do. Yeah. And then always at the end of the day, I make sure I've done everything. You know, sometimes I haven't had time to do a particular thing, so I just move it to another day. Yeah. I also write in a little um, journal. It's like a five-year journal. Yeah. Also from Leuchtturm or however you say it. Yeah. I think it's called A Few Lines A Day. Yeah. And I've been using that for over a year now. Yeah. And I use that to log everything I've done. Yeah. But only in really brief note form. Yeah. I spend five minutes doing it. Yeah. But I, again, I find that really useful because I've got to the point now where I can see what I was doing a year ago. Yeah. And it, it just keeps, it keeps me in line, you know. If I suddenly saw that a year ago I was doing like 10 things more than I was doing now, yeah. I'd be like, right, okay, what's that all about? Get I need your to finger have, I need to have a look at that, yeah. Extract one's finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And none of these things take very long. 
that's the thing. I mean, some people might say, oh, I don't have it's time routine. to do, I don't have time to plan. It takes me no time at all to do these things. You so, know, you, by the time you've made a cup of tea, you can have done it, you know. So you weren't planning. It was a disaster. No, no, I just stopped and... It was awful. Yeah, because my... Because of all the things I've said, you know, my brain was just struggling um, and I just couldn't be bothered. It's difficult, isn't it, when you deal with mental health stuff to so, motivate yourself back to where you need to be. How on earth did you get back on track? Well, you helped me. <laughs> you said to me, right, let's just sit down this morning and talk about it and get it sorted. And I think having done there, alongside me just got me back into the rhythm of it and we spent not that long was it really might have been an hour just talking about what my issues were and getting me to get back into using my planner in the way that I'd always been using it so well the it's the... very in a very I I plan in a really quite highly detailed way in terms of I, I write in there every piece of knitting I've got to do that day whether it's design work or whatever you know and I just break down every task that I've got to do because I used to do it slightly differently I used to for example with the knitting that I got to do each day I would put things like 30 minutes knitting on that sock uh, 20 minutes knitting on that project and it didn't work because that could mean different things couldn't it yeah i might not get as much done as i needed to no. so now instead what i do is i put 20 rounds on that sock yeah 10 rows on that shawl because so it, I, I i look at each of my projects and i work out how many rows or whatever i need to do every day to get them done for whatever the target is. So actually what it was coming down to was not, it wasn't a time, it was an actual physical achievement. Yeah. So I need to have achieved yes. this amount of actual work that I can show you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then what was happening was, what I usually always find is that I finish all of that, I finish everything that's on my to-do list, and it might be three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Never seen that before. This have is I? no good. The car wash is go completely empty. It's like the best car wash it in is. the history of the world. They're ever. brilliant. They're brilliant. We're just walking past it now. There's nobody in. I mean, it, maybe it's because it's just been raining, but. Yeah, maybe so. It's always a bit. You know, we live in such a, a fickle world now, don't we, where yeah. things come and go so quickly and I really wouldn't want that place to disappear. No, I don't think it has. I can see them all sat in the... Uh, yeah. So maybe it's just... There's a, nobody there at the moment. No, they've had a moment. So yeah, I... You know, I might find, like I say, that I've done all that by three o'clock and then that means I've got another couple of hours to work on something else that I didn't plan for. Yeah. And that's a really great feeling because then you get to the point where you are overachieving yeah. what you need to. Yeah. And that's just a really great feeling. 
to yeah. be ahead of where you need to be. Ah, hold on, I totally get your meaning. So you're like looking at, well, what physical achievement do I need? And then, whereas before, in half an hour, you might have done double the physical achievement that you needed. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not recognising that. Genius. Yeah. That is such an interesting and point. By, also, by breaking down each thing I've got to do yeah. and allocating time to, so that I know it'll be completed by the time it needs to be completed, yeah. it completely takes the stress off. Yeah. Because I know if I've completed that bit of that project, yeah. I don't need to think about it again till tomorrow. No. I've done what I need to do. That was nice and quick in the post office. Nobody in there, which is a rare thing. We're just having a rub down. We still anti-back gel all the time. I don't know if anyone else still does this, but I think we just got so much into the habit of doing it, you know, through COVID that we just carried on. So we do it all the time now. Can't be a bad thing, can it? So the question on everybody's lips were because we haven't really nailed down on how we got you back on track. I know how we got you back on track. Okay. So basically what was happening was we sat down and we talked through all the things which you were working on yeah. and you were needing to get done. Yeah. And we sort of had a, we looked at the year, yeah. all the different projects. We looked, you know, we, we did a lot of sort of forward planning. We did. And then we came back to the week ahead. Yeah. And you just did not want to, to put pen to paper. No, I think it You were really like adverse. Yeah. And I, I was like, and in the end I got quite firm and just said, look, you just need to put down yeah. what you're going to be doing this morning and what you're going to be doing this afternoon and then at the end of the day take it off yeah and you did i did and then the next morning you were like look at my plan yeah i've done it all yeah that's true i've forgotten that um it, i think it's really hard if you've just got blank pages it's so difficult to put that first word down yeah and i think because i'd let it slip yeah and there was nothing in there for like a few days I just found it really hard. I didn't know quite where to start. Well, you, you, Which is the, silly because I've been doing you, it for two years. The argument you kept putting up was, well, I don't need to put that down because I'm going to be doing it anyway. Yeah, I know. And I, I know. was like, no. And that is what a lot of people will probably say, isn't it? Well, yeah. And that's when you get to the end of the day and you go, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. Or perhaps you might not go, oh my goodness, what have I achieved? You might just feel depressed at the yeah, end of the week yeah. and think, I don't really know what I've done this week. No. This is a challenging road to It's negotiate. a really challenging road. It's very thin. It's very narrow road. And we know, we looked into the building of this area, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, it's fascinating. We? Because of the House railways... The styles are all really different yeah, around yeah. here. Because of the railways, in the sort of late 1800s, early 1900s, I mean, it was the late 1800s, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of money and a lot of like sort of railway workers i would guess but yeah, also lots yeah. of other trades yeah they were there was financial opportunity yeah. so they were getting money that perhaps they weren't expecting and what happened was some of the wealthy people which way do you want to go we'll go this way okay some of the wealthy people in the town and there was a lot of wealthy mm, people because of the railways because of the railways you know yep. the, a lot of these people ended up going all over the world to take the railways with them yep they bought this land and then they then 
developed this scheme. It was like affordable housing. Yeah. But it wasn't actually built houses. What no. they did was they sold you whatever plot of land you could afford. Yeah. And then you built your house on it. Yeah. And it's because of that that there is literally every possible style of housing there you could is. imagine. There is. I mean, these days it looks kind of really random and eclectic yeah. and I think because of the time that most of them were built as well you know when cars weren't a thing <laughs> the, this particular road is really narrow and yeah. the pavements are really narrow because all you needed to get down here was a couple of horse and carts. yeah that's right and what's so funny is that this road runs directly away from what would have been one of the very first yeah. stations in the world. That's right. And, and what you get as well in this area, because there was wealthy people around, you get some houses which are really big and grand yeah. next door to like a two-bed terrace yeah. house. It's really strange. I think where things went wrong here was, to me, looking at the houses, it looks like it went wrong in the 60s. Yeah, 60s it, architecture is well, not. 50s and 60s. It also looks to me like they were giving planning permission to... Anybody. Anybody. So we're just walking past some properties now and it looks to me like this land maybe was attached to one of the houses. The next door. Maybe it was a yeah. garden or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's then been sold off to make some money. Yeah. And they've given planning permission. I mean, it, it, it's like back gardens too. Yeah, there's houses in it's people's like houses back on gardens. Top of houses. Yeah, that's right. And then this, this thing to our right now. Oh, it's monstrosity. It's, I think it's like... And Kay, do you remember the name of it? Yes, it's called Kay Grove. <laughs> Summary. What got you back on track was just putting pen to paper. It was. I mean, it's amazing to think. Yeah, really, isn't it? I can't encourage people more really than to get um, a planner and a pen. It doesn't it, you know it costs nothing really. You can pick them up for no money at all. At all, you know. Uh, you know, rather to, than to use a device because there is something for me certainly there is something that's really beneficial to my brain to make a list and then to tick it off yeah and it's that feeling of knowing everything's right and ordered and how it should be and you know i see some people living in absolute chaos and i just think how do these people operate yeah. living like that yeah. and i know everybody's different and some you know, some people don't want to be that structured and don't want to plan. And obviously people can do whatever they want to do. But yeah, the, the, if you... The, the if, question would be, have you ever got to the end of the day and thought, yeah, what on earth did I achieve thing. today? Or, my goodness, where's you my know, life why going? why is my house such a mess? Or, um, you know, why, am I, why have I got a pile of bills that need dealing with? Or, or, you know, anything along those lines. And... No, I'm not having to worry about things like that because I've planned it in and I've sorted it on a daily basis and I've kept on top of it. It's so beneficial well, and I don't know what we're going to do here. We just have to move out of the way of a council become truck. It becomes like... I know. In the middle of a park, there's a huge lorry. A huge council literally lorry. no space to walk because, like, it's literally... It's like a bog. It is like a bog because we've just seen so much rain yeah. lately. It's like, oh my word, it's raining again. 
<sighs> anyway. The only thing the rain is good for is obviously a lovely garden. Yeah, but you can have too much as yes. well, can't you? And not be able to walk on the lawn for like... Like this lawn. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. I mean, there's a big sort of field in the middle of the park and it's literally got like lakes on top of it because there's so much water. One of the things that we have had time to plan in is lots of listening to Arnel Pineda and Journey. <laughs> Why did I know you were going to have to talk about him? Dan's obsessed. Well, I think we both are because True. last night Kay went onto her phone <laughs> to look up a pattern on Ravelry. Yeah. A knitting pattern website. Yeah. And as you went onto your phone, we were listening to some music. Yeah. And it was a journey song with a video attached. It was, yeah. And you were just like hooked. <laughs> I said, oh, let's just watch the video. And then you didn't even say that. I did not. You, you, that was it. You were gone. And I was perfectly happy. <laughs> it's been just so wonderful to be like so engrossed in something like that again. Mm. You know, it, it really has been a long time. I mean, the, the last time, the last time I think I can recall really wanting to listen to something a lot. Actually, I think it was the Frank Sinatra Live at the Sands. Right. And I remember that. I mean, that wasn't long after we met. No, We were I living remember. in Sheffield. Yeah. And I just remember driving home from work and having that on. Yeah, I remember the CD was always in your car when we first met. Yeah. And it is like, he's so unbelievably mesmerising in the way that he performs. Arnell are we talking yes. about now? Yes. Both of them. Frank and Arnell. <laughs> but yeah, Arnell Pineda is so unbelievably mesmerising in the way he performs. And what he's done for Journey, because we've spoken about this, we just have to mention it just to, for a minute or two on our video show. Yeah. And we had a lot of long-term Journey fans yeah. coming in and saying, oh, you know, no one can replace their original singer. A guy called Steve Perry, who is tremendous. Yeah, we, we, we did a comparison, didn't we? We absolutely did a comparison. And I think the, the, the key to this is what Arnel Pineda has done is he's given life to a band yeah. that if he wasn't their lead singer would not be, I don't believe, no. filling the stadiums as they are because no. Steve Perry had left. Yeah. And they'd replaced him with another singer who yeah. couldn't, who, who couldn't be, his voice went. His voice went, yeah. But when they had that other singer, they weren't as successful as they are now. No. What he's done is make, because he's, he's got He's reignited such, interest and... Because we, I knew could, Journey, but I wasn't interested. No, me neither. I mean, the only way I knew Journey was from Glee. Yes. Because Mr. Shoe is obsessed with them. Yeah. So, but I didn't know who they were, really, you know. Journey with Steve Perry are of their time. Yeah. And if I had been probably between 10 and maybe 20 when Steve Perry and Journey first appeared yeah. and they'd been the music of my youth I'm sure that I would say yeah, yeah, there's no absolutely. replacing Steve Perry and the reason for that would be is it would take me back to a time when I was in yeah because <laughs> I think all of us have you know very rose tinted I mean for, for you what music were you listening to between 10 and 20 was it Duran Duran all the way 
Um, well, just really an eclectic mix of like the 80s pop bands. But right. yeah, Duran Duran, Spandau Ballet, yeah. um, Eurythmics, yeah. all of that, yeah. I mean, Spandau Ballet. Spandau Ballet, amazing. I mean, yeah. unbelievable. Nick Kershaw, <laughs> very much liked Nick Kershaw. I think what's so... Nick uh, Thingy Jones, what was his name? Howard, Howard Jones. What's so interesting him. about Journey is they're not big in the UK. No, not at all. And really, until... And I wonder if it's because... Because if you think about it, in the late 70s and the early 80s, when they were really taking off, that's also when Queen were taking off. Ah, oh, right. So you wonder if there just wasn't space. No, probably not. And also, the world was different then, wasn't it? And yeah, not as... music that was going on yeah. in America was totally not on people's radar here. Yeah, quite often the Because case, we yeah. wouldn't hear it. No, that's right. To be suddenly lit up to... I mean, it's crazy to be lit up to music that is, in some cases, 35, 40, yeah. even 45 years old. Yeah. And it's like, what... what I find so exciting about it is because of the way that he approaches his performances it makes it feel like it was recorded yesterday it does we found he's got so much energy oh. and this man's older than me I don't know how he does it <laughs> it's unbelievable we watched a great documentary didn't we oh, recommended we did. to us by a viewer yeah we did it was really good and it really was cool to sort of see that he'd come from abject poverty in, in the Philippines, Philippines. Yeah, yeah 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 and That's he's doing so much good isn't he yeah. for, for his foundation yeah yeah for homeless kids and things and that's right in the Philippines yeah. yeah which is just brilliant isn't it yeah yeah what inspires you as a knitting designer oh gosh I'm usually inspired by it's normally a subject matter right. that I really love yeah or it might be a particular group of colours together. Yeah. And I'd be like, gosh, you know, I want to create something using those colours. And when you um, get inspired, you tend to be obsessed, don't you? I do, I get obsessed, yeah. And you, you can't stop thinking about it? No, no. And I've had a few... That was the other thing with me, actually, at the beginning of the year. I just felt sort of lost because I didn't really have any designs on the go. Um, things planned that I had to do later in the year but I didn't have anything that really grabbed me and then all of a sudden amazingly as soon as I started back planning properly yeah I came up with I think Loads. three different yeah. well, designs I that I'm obsessed about all three so I think what it does is it gives you a brain space yeah because you're not thinking Oh, no, that's I need right. to do this, or yeah. I need to do that, or what have I done today? Yeah. You know you've done everything, so suddenly your brain's got all this creative, pondering yeah. Yeah. time. And yeah. the, the best times ever are when you're, like, fired up about stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it can be tiring for you, because I know... It can. That's the other thing about having a creative brain. It, it's... Didn't you get up really early one morning recently because you had to go knit on something? Yeah, I quite often, if I'm sort of in that frame of mind where I'm obsessed over a design and I'm trying to figure things out. I'll wake up super early and then I can't get back to sleep because I'm thinking about it. So I'll just get up. I think it was like one morning I got up at sort of half four or something ridiculous because I just couldn't get back to sleep. And I thought, well, I might as well get up and just work on it. So I, I did. <laughs> I think that's really cool. I, I just think it's so cool because it's like, 
okay you know sometimes it's it's certainly not good to get up super early all no, the time no but, i'm not normally i'm usually up early sort of half five early. but not that yeah. early but i just i find it sort of really exciting to think of you like getting up at half past four and yeah. being down sat in your chair like getting excited about i was yeah i was and you know because it when it strikes you it strikes okay. you and yeah. you've got to grab it you know absolutely and that's very much what's happened with me with this whole Arnell yeah. stuff. And what's so fun at the moment is going through all the catalogue and finding the good stuff yeah. that he's done. We found another good one the other day, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, City of Hope, was yeah, yeah. it? Yeah, that's right. That's really good. I found myself, uh, <laughs> when I wake up in the night, I'm like singing songs singing in my head. Singing songs in, I've been like that the past few days. I said the same thing to you, didn't I? I? I think what's been so lovely from my point of view, and we do tend to get ourselves in these positions is like, I'm like totally into something and you'll be exactly the same and I hadn't realized. And then you'll tell me and yeah. we're like, oh my goodness. I mean, yeah, 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 one yeah, of the yeah. biggest ones, I can't remember exactly which one it is now, but it's the, maybe you'll remember, it's the Beethoven. Oh yeah. You can't remember the specific, I can't. No, the one that I really love. Yes. I can't remember the name and of it, no. It, it was, there were so many when I was at college and I started, Kay asked me to do a classical playlist for her. Yeah. So I started going over all the stuff that I'd studied when I was at music college and I'd forgotten about this particular Beethoven piece. And I put it on and I was just wired. Oh, it's absolutely amazing. I and think I we've spoken about it before, I'm sure. Yeah, we have. have, yeah. And I put it on the list for you. And what was so nice was, I didn't say to you, no. that one is no, like, you didn't. oh my goodness. No, and then no. the next minute you're like listening to it over and over again. Yeah, and yeah, I'm like, I yeah. can't believe that you're listening to that over and over again. Yeah. Because that's like my favorite too. Yeah, yeah. The one that's been getting us recently, the journey one is open arms, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. You, you, You'd like listen to it three times, yeah, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think I'd listened to it a couple of times, and I'm like thinking, oh, I'm so silly. And it's then, really beautiful. And then you said it, and I was like, oh no, no I'm not silly. It's certainly fine. <laughs> it's like rock ballad extraordinaire. Well, we've been lucky, I think, with the weather. We've been very lucky. It hasn't rained, thank goodness, and we're almost home. And I made some biscuits before I came out. Did a bit of baking, so now we get to have a cup of tea and a biscuit. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. That's so exciting. You need to not miss. If you haven't seen our video show, I suggest very strongly that you watch our video show next Friday. Ah, oh, yes. Because Kay will be sharing <laughs> in it the second episode of Kay's Classic Bakes. And we are as passionate about what she's sharing. Oh my goodness. As we are about Arnel Pineda. It's honestly so, so delicious. It's like, I mean, it's the first time ever that I honestly finished it off because I thought you, oh, did you won't want any more of it now. Because well, it had been to, there a few days. No, I would have eaten it, honey, but I'm just, I have to stop myself. Well, you, because I'm a woman of a certain age and everything just sticks to me at the minute. She looks great. Oh, I feel like everything sticks to me. Yeah. You know, you get in your it's 50s, don't you? Ladies out there, I'm sure you all sympathise. And like, oh, it's such a struggle in that, in that regard. But anyway, no, but so I only had a couple of pieces, but you ate, you ate the entire confection. Yes, yes. As Matilda would say. Yes. I really did, and it was delicious. It honestly is like, go to the foot of our stairs, yeah. amazingly gorgeous. Don't so I'll be making it. that next week. You're going to be making... This week? I'm making... Of, you're making two of them. Well, I am making two. Because for the first time ever, 
in a baking show, you're going to have to go, here's one I made earlier. Yes, <laughs> I do have to do that. It literally is so, like yeah, so Saturday morning kitchen. It means I'll be making two on that particular day. We're yeah. so disappointed. Very disappointing, <laughs> isn't it? It's such a shame. Darn it. And we timed it so that it would happen just before a weekend yes. as well. We shall have to eat one each. We shall. We shall slice it down the middle and <laughs> butter it healthily. Folks, that's the end of another wonderful radio show. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everybody. Take care of yourselves and we'll see you soon with more. See you soon. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash.